Welcome to Makers Chat, a podcast community for creatives. I'm your host, Danielle Kaminsky, artist, maker, and educator from Spartanburg, South Carolina. Join me as we share our stories and explore the topics that are most important to creative entrepreneurs and makers. Hey, you guys. Welcome back to Makers Chat. So today's episode is going to be a little different. Typically when I'm on here, I'm talking with a fellow maker or my friend Crystal, and we are getting down into their specific businesses and just talking about all the things that we really enjoy talking about as makers. But this week I'm doing something just a little bit different and let me tell you why. So this episode is coming out on June 21st. So it is right here, kind of right as summer's getting started, everyone's getting in the vacation mode. And for most handmade business owners, product creators, artists, we start to see a little bit of a sales slump around this time of year. Now there are things that we can do to combat that, but unfortunately in all of the working that I've done with handmade business owners, this can be the time of year that kills a handmade business. And it's because of these three myths that these business owners believe about why their products aren't selling. So today I want to talk about those three myths. I want to explain why they are 100% myths, why they are not the reason that products aren't selling, whether it's the summer slump or whether it's any other time of year when you're experiencing low sales, these three myths are never going to be the reason. And then I want to go on to give you three suggestions ways that you can maybe bump your sales during this slow time and just, you know, give everyone a little, a little kickstart, if you will, so that we can finish getting through the, the summer season before we go into fall, which is always a big sales time for us as creatives. So the first myth that I hear, um, is that, well, if my products aren't selling, it must be because the price is too high. Well, if you've been hanging out with us the past couple of weeks and heard my conversations with Crystal and Cami, you know that I do not believe that is ever the reason your products aren't selling. Your price isn't too high. In fact, there's a really good chance that your price isn't high enough. One of the things that can happen though, when someone believes that their prices are too high and that's why they aren't selling, is that they start to lower their prices. They start to offer these deep discounts in an effort to move their product but it's not something that is sustainable. And therefore what they're doing is they are creating a situation where there's a high demand because their product is less than it should be. And so people are coming to them to buy that product, but they're not actually making enough money to justify the time and energy that's going into their business. And so they can sell themselves right out of business because they're losing money on their products or at the very least they're breaking even and nobody starts a business just because they want to break even they want to be profitable so that they can actually make money doing what they love there's also a perceived value issue there when you have your products priced far too low then for a lot of people for a lot of customers they're going to get that message that maybe there's a reason that your prices are lower than someone else's. Maybe your product isn't worth as much as someone else's. And that may be miles and miles away from the truth, but it's a perception thing on the customer side. So never, please, please, please never cut your prices just because you think your prices are too high. Sometimes you're gonna go through periods of low sales and it has nothing to do with your prices. Now, one little tip here, 
because when it's not your prices, sometimes the issue, like I said, is that it's a summer slump or it's a time of year or a certain season where maybe your product just isn't in as high of a demand, but also check your inventory levels. A lot of times when sales are low as handmade business owners, makers, and artists, when sales are slow, if we let that get to us and we let that get us down, it can stifle our creativity and then we aren't creating as much. And what happens is that even if the sales are slow, we are still selling some things, which means our inventory is becoming depleted. And if we aren't constantly adding new inventory, fresh items, new things for our customers to look at, whether we are selling our products online, in a store or at a craft fair, it starts to get stale and that kind of discouragement that we're feeling starts to show in our displays. And that can be one of the things that's really slowing our sales down. So even if it's a slow sales season for you, perhaps you don't sell a whole lot in the summer months, this is a great time to work on increasing your inventory levels and even getting ahead. Go ahead and put a few new things out now. And if you don't have enough space to continue putting new stuff out now, go ahead and get a head start on the product that you're going to want to have for fall. And then that's just a little bit of work off your plate when the time comes to start bringing in new products for a new season. But I'm sure, or I feel confident anyway, that when you start putting new products out there and sharing those with your customer base, you'll see interest begin to pick up again. So. That's the first thing that people believe about why their products aren't selling that can really lead them to make decisions that could kill their business. The second thing that I unfortunately hear far too often regarding handmade products and art is that if my products aren't selling, it's because they aren't good enough or because they're ugly. I've heard people say both of those things depending on what their products are. And that's just not the case. It's just not. Um, very often when we are looking outside of ourselves, we're looking to other people to tell us that what we do is good and we don't trust ourselves, then we can take silence to be someone telling us that it's not any good. But the reality is if we're questioning our products, if we are not, as Cami said in last week's episode, being our own biggest cheerleader and understanding how valuable what we have to offer is, then again, that's going to come across because we're not going to be showing it off properly, right? We're not going to be showing off our product in a way that encourages customers to look at it for what it's worth. When you put a product out there and there's a question mark, right? About what do you think about this? And the customer is not feeling your excitement and energy around a product then it does make them question whether or not that product is really good or really beautiful. You're going to get people always when your stuff is gorgeous, that's going to, they're going to find you and they're going to tell you how beautiful it is. But when we're letting our own self doubt creep in, it affects the way we style products. It affects the way we display those products. It affects the way we talk about those products. And again, we start to give a perception to our customer that maybe that's not what they want, right? But when we take the time to display our products properly, when we take the time to really get excited about what we're putting out there and share it with our customers in a way that makes them get excited too, then that's never going to be the issue. Another thing I see pretty often with people who are displaying um, a product that they're just not sure about, or maybe it's something new, 
is there can be some confusion, especially if it's a product that you use. Maybe it's something that you've come up with. Maybe it's something that's just a little bit different and you just don't have it displayed well enough for a customer to walk up and understand what it is. So another thing that I would encourage you to look at when you're during a time of slow sales, in addition to making sure that you have enough inventory, is looking at how you are displaying your products. Look at how you are showing them off online, the things you are saying in your social media posts, the pictures that you are posting. Make sure that, that those pictures show your pride in your work and how excited you are about the product. Make sure that whether it's in photos or in an in-person display, that if there's a certain way that product is intended to be used, you are displaying it in a way that that is clear to your customer. Because if a customer is confused about how to use a product, they're not going to buy it. Um, and depending on your circumstances, a lot of customers just aren't comfortable asking a whole lot of questions. Some will, and you'll get the opportunity to answer their questions, but a lot of people will just look at it. And if they don't understand, then they'll just keep walking until they see something else that grabs their attention. So the next thing that I suggest looking at after inventory levels, when sales are low is your display. How are you displaying your products? Is there a question that you need to answer? Do you need to step that up just a little bit to really show it off and show your customer how valuable it is. Display is usually the second thing that I tell people to look at. And finally, the last myth that I hear people believing is that if my products aren't selling, that must mean that no one wants it. And my question to that is usually, how do you know that no one wants it? Have you shown it to everyone? And the question and the answer to that is usually no. A lot of times we will put a picture on social media that, and I say we as the universal we, but a lot of us will, will take a picture and we'll put it on social media and we'll be all excited and we'll be waiting and then there'll be crickets. Nobody will really say anything about it. We won't get a lot of feedback. We won't get the likes, the comments, the shares. And then that's the only time that we post it. That's the only time that we share it online or we'll take it and we'll put it in a store and we'll like put it in a corner in our booth and we'll hope that someone gets excited and buys it that weekend. And then if they don't, we just, we don't do anything with it. We just kind of let it sit there. We forget to continue showing off what we have because that first time that we put it out there, the second time that we put it out there, people may not see it. We have to be pretty consistent and pretty intentional about making sure that the maximum number of people see what we have to offer. And the way that we do that is, yeah, through social media, because, you know, no matter what your opinions on social media are, it is where the vast majority of people spend their extra time. So it's just a place that I think if you're selling handmade products, you really want to take advantage of tapping into that. Um, if you're putting things on your website, if you're putting things in your store, moving things around to get attention, you definitely, you just got to make sure that you're showing it to as many people as possible. If you have an email list, you need to be sending out emails to your customers. Um, and, and, you know, putting those pictures in there, telling them where they can go look at things, taking different pictures of the same items so that people can see it in more than one way. You know, all of the marketing coaches and studies in the world say that the average person has to see something seven times before they're going to want to buy it. So when you think about the fact that of the hundreds and thousands of people that might would be interested in your product, there's a chance that only a handful saw it. And then that handful of people still has only seen it once. 
So you've got to show it off enough to where somebody will see it enough to be like, oh yeah, that's that thing that I wanted to get, right? Because we're very easily distracted. As a society, as a people, we are so easily distracted. So if you're not selling your product, especially when it's something larger like furniture or art, um, chances are en enough people just haven't seen it yet. And you've just got to stick with it and make sure that you continue showing off your work, that you continue taking pride in it, making sure that your photos and your displays are on point, and then just continue creating and keeping things fresh because when the slump wears off, because it always does, you want to make sure that you are ready. So that's all I have for you today. I know this is a short and sweet episode, but like I said, I just knew that this time of year, this is a conversation I'm having a, with a lot of makers locally. I know a lot of people are struggling. And so I just kind of wanted to give you guys a little bit of encouragement and, and tell you not to believe any of those things because those are never the reasons our products aren't selling, right? It's not because the price is too high. It's not because it isn't good. It's not because no one wants it. It's probably just because of the season. But some of the things that you can do are check your inventory levels, make sure that you're always adding new inventory to what you have to offer, make sure that you have plenty of inventory for customers to look through when they're browsing, make sure that you are displaying your items in a way that really shows them in their best light. That means, you know, making sure that you're taking really good pictures when you're putting things online, but also just making sure that you're displaying things in, in stores and in craft fairs in a way that just really, again, shows them off and makes sure that the customer knows exactly what they could do with that product. And then finally, make sure that you are showing up and showing off in front of enough people. Make sure that there are eyes on your products and what you're doing. And every person that looks at your stuff is not going to be a buyer. But just remember, people need to see you, be aware of you, sometimes as many as seven times before they make a decision to purchase something from you. So keep showing up, keep showing off your products, and it's going to work out for you. So guys, I'm wishing you all the luck in the world. If you're dealing with a sales slump this summer, that you will be able to put that positive spin on it and really get to work in so that when sales pick back up, you're going to be ready for it. But also I think that doing these things is going to help you beat that slump. It's going to help you get excited about your work again. It's going to bring attention to your business and it's going to, it's going to help get you through these J months as we like to call them in retail. So that's all for this week. We'll be back next week with another guest, another maker to chat with, and I will talk to you more then. That's all for today's episode. Thank you for joining us. Remember to check out the Makers Chat community so you can dive deeper into the conversation. You'll find the link to join in our show notes. Have a beautiful week, and we will chat again soon.